2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, it's Zach Clark, host of The Daily J. I know it's early, but did you catch our most popular episode of 2023, at least so far? If you did miss it, you must not be subscribed to The Daily J. You can fix that simply. Subscribe using the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is one of our favorites. It's about one of the original viral videos. It's ties to Detroit and what happens when you lose control of your music. Here is our retrospective on T-Baby and her song, It's So Cold in the D. Today's episode of The Daily J contains strong language discretion is advised. Here in Detroit, just like in other places, we love our catchphrases, especially ones with local ties.
3: A lot of stuff is going on here in Detroit to make it cold in the D. The only way that I feel that you can have peace is if you're gone. It's too cold here.
2: But the artist behind one of our most repeated phrases says we have it all wrong. So, we invited her on to explain it. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Do you remember this song?
3: It's so cold in the deep. Working and on time. It's so cold in the deep.
2: Of course you do. It's So Cold in the D is one of Michigan's most viral videos, and it might be the most misunderstood. On the 15th anniversary of the tune, Annie Scaramazzino and I reflected on what the song means. That's thanks to our conversation with the artist herself, the one, the only, T-Baby. Annie, there's no question that when we talk about viral videos and even non-local viral videos, It's So Cold in the D, I mean, there are a few that resonate with people more than this one.
4: That music video came around at a time where that was kind of a new concept and I was looking into it a little bit and it was really just around the same time as like some of the originals, like Charlie Bit Me was around the exact same time and so was David After Dentist. So, I mean, it really was like sort of on the forefront of these what we now say so casually as viral videos. But at the time, you know, that wasn't really that widely used of a term.
2: This song is not about the weather or the temperature in the city at all.
4: No, and I think maybe originally one of the reasons why it became so catchy as far as people saying the phrase was probably in response to the often brutal, you know, go outside, it's, you know, five below, and that's what you're probably going to say. But actually, what T Baby meant for it was first as a tribute
3: I wrote the song for my brother. He had got killed here in Detroit at the Coney Islands. And then there's a lot of stuff that's going on here in Detroit to make it cold in a D. And you can't have peace here. The only way that I feel that you can have peace is if you're gone. It's too cold here. The people make it cold. Detroit is the stuff. But the people in Detroit makes the city
2: cold. There's no science to viral videos, how they happen, when they happen, why they happen. We ran into Julia, who works in our building. She hosts The Julia Show on 98.7 in the mornings. There are a few people around here, especially in this building, but really in the area that have their finger on the pulse like she does. And, you know, I really liked her explanation of as to what she thought the reason was. We're sitting here 15 years to the month later, not, not 15 months, not 15 days, 15 years removed. And we are still having the exact same conversation about this song.
4: Is it because the song is catchy? Because it is really catchy. Or is it because the phrase is just so fun to say, it's so cold in the D? Or is it
0: both? I think it's both. I think it gives us something to say when we're miserable because it feels like the air is punching our face. And what's more fun than saying it than singing it? So I I think it's like a nice merriment of the both. And then like just the things you can do with the phrase. People love a good phrase that you can put on anything and sell. Really. I mean, it's great on a coffee mug. It's great on a sweatshirt.
4: You know, we do a good job in this region of like sort of appreciating that shared culture. And I think that, you know, just like how everybody complains about taking Hall road during traffic or everybody makes fun of being on the lodge or whatever. It's so cold in the D is just like another thing that we've sort of wrapped our arms around and welcomed into our sort of common everyday phrases.
2: You would think I've never had a video go viral. Not like that, at least when it comes to what happened to T-Baby. You would think, though, that that would be like, hell yeah, this is awesome. And I'm sure part of her did think that, but, you know, Annie, this was far from being all roses for her.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that what she was met with, with a lot of people teasing her and making fun of her, you know, I mean, the Internet is not a nice place.
2: There are millions of songs, but it seems like yours really touched a nerve with people.
4: How the f*** are you supposed
3: to keep the peace? That's real. It's a message in my hook. It was a lot of people listening to it. You know, they don't like me or nothing like that, but they still listen to my songs.
4: You were trying to spread a message of anti-hate, anti-violence. And, you know, you got a lot of negativity from that. And I'm sure that was hurtful. How did you handle all of that?
3: For a minute, I had stopped going on all the sites and stuff like that, looking on YouTube and reading the comments. I had even stopped doing my music for a minute, but I let time go by a little bit. And then I had stopped worrying about what the people were saying. And I started back going back on there and posting and stuff like that.
4: You know, she put this video up not to go viral not to have a hit song, but as a tribute. And so, you know, not only was that already an emotional subject for her, but then to receive hate and to be teased. Some people posted her private phone number online, and she received, like, hate calls. So, you know, she put this thing out there in the world that became this sort of, like, common catchphrase that we all sort of say and ingest and know and love, but what she really received from it was a lot of negativity.
0: And it's so
3: cold in the deep, working and doing time. Always in the big thanks. It was getting wicked and sick, so all we did was
2: just kick it and sick. Annie, just a minute ago, you were talking about the negativity that she received, and oftentimes, there would be a flip side to this, and the flip side would be the 15 minutes, or in this case, the 15 years of fame, would come with a paycheck.
0: She could be a millionaire by now if she really wanted to cash in on that, because, I mean, when I think about Detroit and, like, the little kitschy phrases we have that makes it Kind of feel like our own. And even like we've talked about how people all over the world know it's so cold in the D. That is probably the biggest one. You would think
2: that T Baby would have become wealthy from this, but this is the real reason we wanted to tell this story. She's barely seen a dime from this.
4: She hasn't had a lot in the way of credit through compensation or even just credit through crediting her for the song. You know, I mean, you say it's so cold in the D. A lot of people know the phrase, they know the song. But, you know, not everybody would credit it to T-Baby. When you're an artist, especially a local artist, it's crucial to get the credit that you deserve for it. You know, you're not making thousands and millions of dollars as a national artist. You know, it's been quoted in big songs and from other rappers like Eminem. And, you know, people come to town and they perform it live. You know, and Usher's been in town, he's done a version of it, So Cold in the D. It's sort of treated as like this is Detroit's property and we're paying homage to the city. But, you know, she wrote that and that's a song that's an original one to her. So, you know, she obviously deserves the credit for that. And on top of that, back then, you know, you couldn't take something that went viral and then parlay it into a popular TikTok account or something like that. I mean, that's kind of how it's done today. When a video went viral, you know, 15 years ago, I don't know that a lot of people knew what to do with that. It's like, (laughs) what do we do now? We're not going to, you know, suddenly have a hit career necessarily. It's like, you know, people are a little more savvy about that these days. At the time, people were just kind of like, oh, okay, well, that's kind of cool. People watch the video.
2: And that, Annie, is exactly what Detroit music critic legend Gary Graff told me, that 15 years ago may seem like a decade and a half, but in the current music scene that we're in, it might as well have been 100 years ago.
1: I think part of what happened to T-Baby is timing, is the you know, where things were at in the music industry. You know, at that time, we've now there, there's been a great development in artist protection you know, the band camps, the streaming services are able to reimburse artists, even if it's only a little bit and not nearly as much as they should get. It's a different environment now as when It's So Cold and the D came out.
4: Yeah, I mean, things have changed so much. And, you know, clearly that's an obvious statement, but just in the way that we stream music these days, in the way that you know you might discover a song through a trending sound on TikTok. If I told you 15 years ago, did you hear that new trending sound on TikTok? You'd look at me like I was crazy. You wouldn't know what I was talking about. So, I mean, just the way that we find and discover content and music is so different now than it was then.
2: We love to learn lessons. We love to learn things. We love to better ourselves. But you know, Gary says, unfortunately for T. Baby, and fortunately for those that followed her. This was a lesson that if you don't control what you're doing, you'll lose it forever. And that's kind of what's happened here.
1: I think if you're a new artist creating music right now in 2023, you know what the lay of the land is. You know that you're probably not going to make a lot of money from your recordings, that you're going to have to monetize your art in other ways, whether it's live performance or T-shirts. You have to find those alternative ways to make some money. I don't think it dissuades them. I do think that stories like T-Baby and It's So Cold in the D help to open eyes, help them to figure out how to protect their money, how to protect their work, you know, how to copyright it so that if it is used in some way out there, if you're protected correctly, if you've done all your publishing right, you can go after them and require money.
3: Mason, he was like a brother to me, so we all used to slang, blaze some trees. It grow cold in the sea, working and doing time.
2: We had a really nice conversation with T-Baby herself, and it was really revealing. And I think the thing is that people will say, oh, you know, this woman is clueless. She has no idea. T-Baby is very aware that she has gotten The short end of the stick here. It's not as if she's had the wool pulled over her eyes. It's it's unfortunately painfully obvious.
3: I don't know why they feel that way. That they can use my stuff and they don't even give me credit or nothing. But I deserve more. People just use my stuff and then like if I use any of their stuff, I get sued. But I wouldn't even. I'm not even trying to sue anyone.
2: I wonder, you know, why you don't do that. I mean, you certainly have a claim here.
3: Yeah, I I thought about it one time, but then. I tried to look for lawyers. That was a long time ago. But every time I talk to a lawyer, they tell me they gonna call me back, but they never get back with me, I guess, because my song has been out so long. And so I, did, I just left that alone.
4: Yeah, and I think there's a lot to be said about folks around her wrapping their arms around her at a time when she suddenly was experiencing this influx of Internet fame and, and having people to support her. And I'm not sure, based on the conversation that we had, that she had a lot of that. And that can go a long way.
2: Yeah, we mentioned not knowing what to do, and we mentioned that Gary said that she was a lesson. And, you know, what Gary said is now, it would have been all she would have thought about was how to monetize my music outside of, and this is going to sound crazy, how to monetize my music outside of my music.
1: This is the double-edged sword of the digital age of music. It's easier than ever to put your music out there, easier than ever to get it heard, and in some ways, easier than ever to have a big hit. in quotation marks. The other side of that sword is how do you get paid for it? If you're just throwing it up there on YouTube or some other form of social media, you know you're not requiring people to pay for it. Where does your money come from? And that's the question every artist has to ask themselves. How do I get paid for this piece of work that I just give away? It drives you crazy as an artist and a creator.
4: Again, you have to think of the time. It's like there are so many ways now to take something that has become popular that, you know, maybe that even you've created and then turn it around and sell it on Etsy and, you know, create a popular Instagram or YouTube account or TikTok account and, you know, kind of keep, the, keep it going. We've seen so many people who have become these influencers or, you know, that that phrase didn't even exist 15 years ago. So, you know, I mean, a lot of that, that path that's laid out for people now, they have people to reference off of that. They can see, oh, this one guy made this viral video and he turned it into a whole popular TikTok account. At the time, nobody really had the framework for that. So, you know, I'm not sure anybody in her position would have known what to do.
2: So I guess, Annie, the question we're left with, is it always going to be cold in the D? And Julia said...
0: I think it's one of those that's going to be around for a long time. You know, maybe your six-year-old thinks of it as the phrase, though, as opposed to the song. Maybe it'll start tapering off where, like, you know, when artists come here to perform that they stop singing it in their sets. But I do think we'll see it on stuff still. And I do think it'll become a thing when it's like, you know, we all thought it's going to be May would finally go away. And, and it, then it just came back to punch us every single year and it's annoying and everyone knows it now. And it's over that's over 15 years old. So I think it's one of those things that's just like a seasoned staple.
4: To leave a lasting legacy with something is the goal of many people, whether they create things or not. And so in the way of T-Baby receiving the credit she deserves, I do think it's unfortunate that that hasn't really happened. But it is exceptional that she did make something that I think will continue to come up again and again year after year for Detroiters. And, you know, I mean, it's got this international appeal. That's significant. That's a pretty crazy and cool thing that she did.
2: Get that woman her money.
4: Somebody give T-Baby her due.
2: Annie and I give our big thanks to T-Baby, Julia and Gary Graff for their help on this one. Check out wwjnewsradio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. If you want The Daily J delivered right to you, all you have to do is subscribe using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.